You're listening to the Our Town Reno podcast with KWNK LP 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. Our guests this week are Evelyn Klatt and Matt Clark from the Reno Philharmonic. Evelyn will sell you convincingly on the value of classical music, and they will both explain how the Reno Philharmonic is also much more than just that. With two big special shows, different than just classical music, right around the corner to close their season 54 and open their season 55. They'll also give us some of the fascinating history which started the Reno Philharmonic and how it helps with music education in our school district. I'm your host, Nico Columbus, the coordinator of the Street Reporting Collective Our Town Reno, which includes this podcast and the Biggest Little Streets Instagram. First a word from our sponsor and then back to this week's episode about the Reno Philharmonic. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcasts. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at the the Reynolds Reynolds School School of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Welcome to the Artan Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbans, and we're here with Evelyn Klatt and Matt Clark from the marketing team at the Reno Philharmonic. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having us this morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So we'll start with Evelyn. Evelyn, you're the chief development and marketing officer. So what do we have uh, coming up that's exciting? all kinds of things happening at the Reno Phil. The next concert that we're doing is a Disney in concert. It's happening at the Pioneer Center for the Performing Arts on Saturday, June 24th. That's a really fun concert to come to, especially if you're not thinking that you love symphonic music or classical music. This will be snippets from all your favorite Disney movies. We've got four Broadway caliber artists that join the orchestra and sing them. And then you get to watch montages from all kinds of Disney movies and hear the orchestra perform them live. It's a pretty cool experience. And that's going to be the close of your 54th season. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, finally. It feels like it's been a long haul. We've done so many interesting and unique concerts this season, and this will be the cap for everything. And Matt, you're the uh, marketing manager So we were talking before starting to record, the Reno Philharmonic is not just classical music. Of course it is, but it's more. Can you explain that? Yeah, so I think the best example of that is our Pops on the River concert coming up. There's going to be a wide variety of Motown music, everything from Smokey Robinson to Michael Jackson to The Temptations. So it has a little bit of everything for anyone of any interest. And as you're putting on these shows, you're in different locations. So how challenging is that? Uh, it, it It's probably operationally very challenging, but it's fun also in a marketing sense because you're able to offer new experiences to different people. So, for example, on July 3rd, we're playing at Greater Nevada Field right on right in front of the pitcher's mound. And it's it's going to be a really cool atmosphere and everything. So I guess the long answer is it can be challenging, but it depends how you look at it. So, Evelyn, the July 3rd concert is the beginning of the 55th season. Is that correct? So what else do we have in store for season 55? 
That's correct. So season 55, we are focusing on legendary music. So we'll start with our July 3rd patriotic concert in partnership with the Greater Nevada Field. That's going to be a really fun family event. So we want everyone to come. Um, And then from there, we'll go on and we'll do some Motown music. We'll do the music of Rodgers and Hammerstein up at Lake Tahoe, which will be really wonderful. If you've never been to those concerts up at Sand Harbor, there is nothing that compares to watching the orchestra play and having the sunset behind the lake and the stars come out. It's just a one of a kind experience that I hope everyone gets to do at some point in their life. Um, And then we'll take a little bit of a break. We'll do a free family concert in September that we hope everyone in the community can come to. And then we'll start our our classic series, which is the mission of what we do, our classical concerts. This is the Artan Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant. And we're here with Evelyn Klatt and Matt Clark from the Reno Philharmonic. And so at Artan Reno, we also like to have hashtags like humans of Reno, workers of Reno. So... Who is the staff? You know, can you give us a rundown from the the top to all the musicians? Sure. We've got a pretty small team, actually, at the Reno Phil as far as the administrative staff goes. I've got a development and marketing team that has about five individuals on it. We've got an education team that has three people. Um, And then we've got our our leadership team. So that's myself, our chief operating officer, Virginia Evans, and then our CEO. And can you speak more about the uh, the musicians that play these different shows? Yeah, so the musicians are really interesting. You know, we're not um, a full-time orchestra. This is a per-service orchestra, which means that these players have full-time jobs. Some of them are teachers. Um, you know, some of them are doctors and chemical engineers. They have all kinds of a wide variety of careers. And then they come together um, the week before the concert. They rehearse for one week, and we play the concerts together. And would you say uh, summer is your big non-classical season? I would say so. Um, Our classical series is really October to April. um, And in the summer, we like to experiment and see what we can do to bring new audiences in to introduce them to the Reno Phil. So it's an opportunity for us to show the community what the orchestra can do. And so, Matt, what kind of work are you yourself doing as the summer season ramps up? The the main goal really is is, is attracting people and, and showcasing that there's different ways to enter classical music in terms of a fan or as a listener. So I would say what my main goal in the summer is, is just to showcase as much as possible. And when you work in marketing, you can work for different companies, different organizations. So why did you both choose uh, to work at the Reno Philharmonic, Evelyn? it's kind of a funny story. You know, I grew up, I'm a retired cellist. I was getting pretty good and played all through high school and then went to college and put it away. Um, And it's something that I profoundly missed. So I, I spent my career as a creative director at an advertising agency. And when I was ready for a change, I saw that the Reno Phil needed a marketing director. Um, And it felt like a really good fit. And I've never looked back. It's so great to go to work every day and know that you're creating these wonderful experiences for people. Um, and you get to work towards something that's really meaningful for our community. And you, Matt? I was working up uh, after I graduated from the Reynolds School of Journalism at uh, a hotel in in Olympic Valley. And I just needed something that was a little bit more fulfilling and, and where I could see the impact I was making. And uh, it just just was kind of fell in the line for me. I found this job and it, it really hit home in terms of what I was able to do and, and the opportunities I could have to make an impact on the community, and now I'm here. 
Great. So you're applying some of the lessons you learned at the journalism school? Absolutely. Absolutely. Allison taught me very well. Allison Galden. Right. Very nice. She's uh, still working here, still going strong. And Evelyn, uh, we were talking before the the start of the show as well about uh, your music education program in the school district. Could you elaborate? Yeah, so the Reno Phil is really proud of our work with music education. We have five core programs that we support in the community. Um, One is our Young People's Concerts, and this is one that most people probably know us for. This is where we bus third to fifth graders down to the Pioneer Center to experience a symphonic concert with the Phil. Um, Every time I'm at the grocery store, somebody says, oh, I know the Reno Phil. I came to one of your concerts when I was a kid in school. So this is one of the big field trips that everyone gets to take. They get to experience a concert for the first time. And that is just such a magical thing to do. This past year, the kids um, had workbooks that they did in class. And so they played recorders along with the orchestra and sang along. And it was really fun and interactive. We also do a free family concert every year. Um, That one is typically in September. It's a little shorter. We want to welcome all ages, and I know it can be hard to sit in your chair as a little one for, you know, too long. So we do about an hour concert that's geared for young listeners. But if you're, you know, an older listener and you want to come, it's it's meant for everyone, so everyone is welcome. We also have an after-school program that teaches violin four days a week in Title I schools. We're at three schools right now. Um, we call it our RPA Kids Program. And then we have a program called Discover Music, and that one is pretty cool. We have little ensembles, small groups of musicians. We have a brass group, a percussion group, a violin duo, and they go out to schools for assemblies and teach kids how the instruments work, how sound is made, um, and all of those various things. Very nice. And as we uh, approach our mid-episode break, can you uh, remind listeners of the two big upcoming shows and also where, when, and how to get tickets if needed? Absolutely. I hope we see you guys all at Disney in concert. That is going to be Saturday, June 24th at the Pioneer Center. There's two show times, 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. And then the next time you can catch us is at Greater Nevada Field on July 3rd. There'll be a patriotic concert. Um, You'll hear popular music as well, and then we'll have an amazing firework finale. This is the Art Town Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant, and we'll take a short break with ads from two other podcasts in Reno you should also be listening to. Do you want to keep up on what's happening in the local art community? Double Scoop always has the scoop on that. Want to know which exhibitions, parties, and other art events are happening this weekend? Follow us on Instagram at DoubleScoopNevada and listen to KWNK 97.7 FM for our Short Scoop Art Events Roundup. If you're an artist and you're looking for places to show your work, we have lots of opportunities listed right now. To find them, visit DoubleScoop.art slash events and filter for Call for Artists. If you'd like to follow all of our art news and meet local artists, you can sign up for our email lists at DoubleScoop.art. Do you like podcasts? Well, we have a podcast from you. This is Sean from Up in the Mix. This is Delafoto. Do you like to get into a random wormholes of conversation? Do you like to learn about the culture from sneakers to hip hop music to basketball? Then we have a podcast just for you. We have one called Up in the Mix. It is available on all streaming platforms from Spotify to Apple. Check us out, upinthemix.live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Salud. 
And we're back. This is the Art Town Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbans, and we're here with the marketing team from the Reno Philharmonic, Evelyn Klatt and Matt Clark. So we were talking about some of your big events coming up, season 54, closing, season 55, sorry, starting up. So how do you see the uh, Reno Philharmonic's place, role in this uh, interesting music culture scene we have in Reno, which is forever evolving, of course? So what's unique about the symphony is they get to be at the heart of the community. You know, we support so many different institutions in this community. We're the orchestra that plays along with the ballet. So if you were to come down at Christmas time and watch the Nutcracker, you'd hear the Reno Philharmonic. You know, our musicians are everywhere in this community, whether they're playing with the Reno Philharmonic or not. So it's really cool to be at the center of all of that as the largest performing arts organization. As we move forward, you know, our goal is obviously to attract audiences, attract new audiences that we want to experience the Reno Phil. And we're looking at unique new ways to do that. Um, The demographics in the city are changing significantly with all the growth. So we're exploring right now some some film concerts. This is something that's really popular across the nation. Last year, we did Ghostbusters and the orchestra played the score live. Um, We'll be doing that again this year on November 3rd. We'll do Back to the Future with the orchestra performing the score live. And that's a really magical experience. You know, one of my top memories with the Phil is always going to be during Ghostbusters. We had somebody dress up as the Michelin Marshmallow Man and walk down the aisles of the audience during that part in the film and just got everybody involved. So it was really fun and special to see that. So it's kind of like uh, vinyl making a comeback, you know, vintage kind of works in this era. How how do you explain that, Matt, that people want to reconnect with those past methods and and ways? COVID actually was probably played somewhat of a factor. I think COVID grounded a lot of people, whether it was appreciating different things or exploring new things. So I think when you make the vinyl um, comparison, that's obviously made a huge comeback. I mean, there's record stores now. My dad just bought a record player. They're, they're everywhere. And when you look at the arts and things like that, there's definitely a newfound appreciation and growth in terms of people who listen and understand uh, what the arts can give, especially the Reno Phil. And uh, you're both in marketing. You know, Philharmonics are often associated with an older maybe a wealthier crowd. Uh, a lot of students you know, are struggling with student debt, with high housing prices. So as a marketing team, how do you sort of promote the Reno Philharmonic brand in today's Reno? So I kind of told you earlier, this is something that we're still battling. A lot of people do see us as kind of a stuffy organization that's really expensive. um, And that's just not the case. We work really hard and we have a lot of supporters in this community who help us keep our ticket prices down. Um, we do offer a $9 ticket to our shows for anyone 26 years old or younger. Um, and we really want to encourage people to take advantage of that. You know, there's this old adage like, I hate classical music. I'm sure you saw the Walgreens pumping out classical music to deter <laughs> their homeless population away. Um You know, that's so offensive because I can't imagine anyone watching a movie these days or anything and not hearing music. It's offensive to everyone, really. I know. (laughs) Music is an integral part of our life, and it allows us to amplify our emotions and really channel experiences that we wouldn't have another way to express. And Matt, uh, the summer in Reno, of course, is uh, Art Town, uh, a lot of events. There's Debosh Reno. 
that takes place outdoors. You know, how, how do you view the uh, general musical culture in, in Reno? How do you see it, it evolving? How do you see it now? I think it's really strong. I think that one of the great things about Art Town Reno and Reno has is there's always something for everyone. No matter what you're interested, what you want to hear, what you want to see, there's always something for everyone. And that's what's beautiful about what Reno is evolving into is that there's so many different cultures and so many different interests. It's one great melting pot of, of a, I guess you'd call society in a way. And Evelyn, uh, you you play uh, some of your concerts at the Pioneer Center, uh, the big concert at Greater Nevada Field. What's the the music uh, infrastructure for for concerts, uh, for attracting audiences? How, how do you view that in Reno? Yeah, so we are one of the resident companies at the Pioneer Center. There's three of us. We're with Art Town and AVA Ballet. The Pioneer Center is a wonderful space. Um, you know, they're a little limiting as far as we can only seat 1,500 people per show. So that makes it difficult to do some of these bigger things like the movie concerts, which is why you'll see us at the Grand Sierra at the Grand Theater, which is one of the largest stages um, on the West Coast. And for things like our free family concerts, you know, we've been all over town. We've done those at Wingfield Park in the past, and we've had over 4,000 people there. So we're looking for somewhere where we can accommodate more listeners. So we decided to make the move to Greater Nevada Field to up that capacity. And for your regular, you know, non-summer concerts, uh, can you uh, try to sell classical music uh, some more? You have a, a background in classical music. Uh, you know, many youth don't even uh, give it a try or maybe they heard it on the, the radio with their grandparents or while the, someone else is driving the car, they were forced to listen to classical music. How would you, uh, you know, sell classical music in this day and age? I think everybody loves classical music. They might just not know it yet. There's so many powerful experiences that happen within the concert hall. Um, and it really has the unique ability to transport you out of your own body and go to a different place. Um, and it's not like, you know, there's no words, there's no lyrics 99% of the time. So you're just experiencing raw emotions. And it's one of those moments these days where you are asked to unplug. That almost never happens. You don't even watch a TV show without your phone in your hand going on Twitter or doing whatever else you're doing. When you're in the concert hall, your full attention is demanded and these are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. What the musicians put out can never again be replicated in the exact same way. It's always going to be different. And Matt, do you uh, attend some of the, the concerts that you helped organize, that you helped promote? Yeah, it's always great sneaking in there after uh, meeting all our patrons and donors and everything to experience the magic of whoever may be on stage as a soloist or, or just the orchestra in general. So it's, it's something that's always a very refreshing experience to see your work pay off. So you'll soon be both promoting the 55th season. So what has changed, Evelyn, over the, the 55 years? And what do we have to look forward in the next few years of the Reno Philharmonic? Oh, my gosh. So much has changed. You know, what's cool about the Phil is it was one man's dream to bring it together. A conductor from Hollywood came here and thought we needed an orchestra. He pulled the players out of the casinos and we started concerts on Tuesday nights because that was the night that the casinos were dark. And to see where we've come and what we've done and what we've given this community, um, I'm just so proud to be a part of the organization. I think the biggest thing you'll see is that we are performing way more than we used to. We have way more concerts on our schedule, way more education programs. We're matching the growth in this community, and we couldn't be more proud to be part of, part of this special place. 
And as we wrap up this episode, Matt, anything else uh, we, we need to mention to our community about the Reno Philharmonic and everything you're doing? I think one of the important pieces to not miss about our upcoming season is the different um, people who we're showcasing during our classic season. Uh, we have Spanish Nights on one of the evenings, which is going to bring in a guest artist all the way from Spain and one of the most famous classical classical guitarists. Also, we have someone from the Davidson Institute coming also, who is surely to dazzle on the stage. And also, I mean, we have uh, just people from all different backgrounds. And, and there's someone from who's doing there's someone who's doing a piece from 9-11. It's talking about their experiences of seeing it and all that. So it's there's so much for anyone who's listening and there's so much for anyone who can relate to what they see on the stage. Very powerful. Thank you for uh, sharing those extra details. And Evelyn, thank you for uh, giving us tidbits of history, which is all, always fascinating. So Evelyn, as we wrap up the episode, any final words for our community about the Reno Philharmonic? My last thing I want to share with you guys is that I think everyone deserves to experience classical music, and I dare you all to. So if anyone wants a ticket, please feel free to find me. My email's on our website. I would love to have you be my guest at a concert. So please and reach what's, out. And uh, what's the website? Uh, Renofill.com. Thank you, both of you. Thank you for uh, coming on the show this week. Thank you. This was Thank great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Our Town Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town Reno, at OurTownReno.com, and on Instagram at Biggest Little Streets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives and remember, help each other out. <laughs>